0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Thursday, July 28th. And this afternoon, the city of San Francisco declaring a state of emergency in response to rising cases and the spread of monkeypox in the city. Right now, there are 261 confirmed or probable cases of monkeypox here in San Francisco despite the rise in cases, vaccines remain scarce. To help us understand where we are now and what today's state of emergency declaration means, I'm joined by Dr. Peter Chin Hong, infectious disease physician and professor at UCSF here in San Francisco. First off, why is the city declaring a state of emergency now? And how important is the timing of doing this right now?
1: Well, Matt, the reason for declaring the state of an emergency is really a pragmatic one. At the heart of it which is that we need to have people power we need to have money and financial resources uh, targeted towards uh, addressing this outbreak that we seem to not be getting a hold of Uh, and and as to the consequence well if we don't do something right now uh, it may spill over into the general public it may become endemic and it may be something that we'll always have to think about and worry about anytime somebody comes in with a rash.
0: Should vaccines be prioritized for uh, the segment of our population here in San Francisco that seems to be most affected right now by monkeypox? And that is men who have sex with men. Should they be the priority to receive vaccines right now?
1: Yes, um, yes, the gay men and bisexual men, LGBTQ community should definitely be the priority. It's where the disease is right now. It's where the we should be laser focused in terms of trying to nip it in the bud um, by having uh, vaccines prioritized. And that's first vaccines to as many people as possible in this population. Uh, I think vaccines are going to be the solution because... Uh, we can't uh, diagnose everyone. Uh, not everyone is coming up to be diagnosed. Um, we're not using enough tests. Uh, and, you know, treatment uh, is not easily available to everyone. So it rests in terms of vaccine, and that's really going to be the solution. The problem is we don't have enough of it right now, but we're hoping to hopefully solve that problem soon.
0: So tell me about about testing. Um this seems like something that you would only recognize once you begin to see the lesions or the blisters on your, your skin. Am I incorrect in that? And when should someone seek to be tested for this before they start to show those physical manifestations of the virus?
1: But right now, testing is in the realm of you see the spot in your um, body and you go to get it evaluated and tested. But there are problems with that. Uh, First of all, uh, you may not even see the spot. Uh, In the beginning, it may be in a place you can't see, like in your buttock area. Number two, um, in the beginning, there was a lot of paperwork to be filled. Now that it's been opened up to commercial labs, I've been shocked to see that not many people are sending tests to labs still. So it means that people are still not recognizing it. And with that leads to the third problem, which is this is so linked to sexual behavior and perhaps morality and fears of judgment. That if you ask for monkey box tests, uh, you're essentially saying you are you have multiple sex partners, you use unprotected, you have unprotected sex, uh, you're a member of the uh, LGBT community, and there may be many people who are not willing to do that at this moment.
0: Why is the testing so poor?
1: The testing is poor because in the beginning uh, it's hard to to recognize. Um, and there's so many ways in which it looks on the skin. And, um, you know, I think also because it's so linked right now to one vulnerable and marginalized population that when you don't think of your patient as being part of that population, if they haven't disclosed to you, you don't think of that particular test. So
0: for men who have sex with men, it, even if you are safe and, and you do use— Conventional protection like condoms. uh, It seems as though that probably doesn't completely protect you from something that is transmitted via prolonged skin-to-skin contact. I mean that condom only covers so much. You know what I mean? That's uh, I hate to be crude that way, but uh, is that is that accurate? That condoms don't offer the level of protection that they do against other sexually transmitted diseases when it comes to monkeypox?
1: That is completely true. And that's why it's dangerous to think of this as a sexually transmitted infection. It is a possible way of getting it uh, because it's been detected in bodily fluids, but it's not the primary way in this particular outbreak. Um, Think of Giardia, for example. You can get Giardia from drinking uh, uh, contaminated water in a stream. But that's the primary way of getting it uh, and not sexually transmitted disease. And you could also get giardia at the same time from sexual exposure, um, but it's not the primary way of getting it. So to say you should wear condoms to prevent giardia would be the same way of saying you can wear condoms to prevent monkeypox.
0: Big picture. What does it look like if this does get worse before gets better if we have 261 confirmed or suspected cases now how much worse could the spread of monkeypox get in the short term
1: i think it's going to get much worse before it gets better uh, for the multiple barriers we talked about Um, people are not diagnosing them um, easily and that's because they don't look like the textbook pictures often and uh, they can look like a pimple, for example. Um, and I think that the only way to solve this is through vaccines, but a lot of people have already been exposed. And because there's a long incubation period, it takes probably one to two weeks after you get exposed to manifest disease, there'll be a lag period before we see the impact of vaccines, which haven't even, even approached uh, the amount that we need to protect our population
0: at this point uh, if you are in that community uh, gay bisexual queer lgbtq men what what is the efficiency of just being proactively vaccinated if i were to call my doctor today and say hey i'm a gay man i don't want to get monkeypox i want a vaccine this isn't a question about my you know sexual practice how many partners i i may or may not have i just want the protect it's the same as going to your doctor right for me to say i doc i want to be on prep i can't forecast how many partners i'm going to have over the next you know 6 weeks 6 months 6 years but i want to be on prep you go and have that conversation with your doctor your doctor will put you on prep are we at that situation now with monkeypox where if you are in that community men who have sex with men you should just be proactively vaccinated
1: yes i think you should be proactively vaccinated uh, unquestionably and um, I think, you know, I, it is possible to still get vaccinated that way in San Francisco and other cities like New York, because you self-attest see uh, your risk. Uh, so there's nobody checking up on your risk. And uh, at the end of the day, you can't predict what you're going to do. And prevention is always going to be better than cure uh, after you get exposed.
0: Real quick, I want to talk about What spread outside of a specific community would look like. And I want to start first with non-sexual contact and get an idea to help understand what the risks may be in terms of uh, shared spaces like gyms. You share a bench on a weight machine with many people at the gym every day. Yoga studios, yoga mats, things like that. Fitting rooms at department stores. A bunch of folks are going to be heading into department stores trying on back-to-school clothes. Are those risk areas right now?
1: No, I think of them as really, really low risk, if any risk at all. And that's because at the end of the day... Monkeypox virus is trying to find a rat or a small mammal. It's not really excited in affecting a human. And um, it's harder to get. So in the hierarchy of infections, I think of it as the bottom. There's monkeypox, then there's the human version, which is smallpox, which has been eradicated. Then there are respiratory viruses like the cold and influenza. And at the top there is BA5, Omicron, and there's measles. So. It's really hard to get, which means that you need to have prolonged contact, even respiratory, say a lower risk thing, uh, for hours, uh, as we understand it now, to really get infected. The Probably the most efficient way is an open sore with active virus touching your skin, it, particularly if you have an open area in your, in your skin.
0: All of that said... Doctor, what does spread outside of a specific community look like? What, what does monkeypox jumping from predominantly men who have sex with men into a greater, more general population look like? How would that happen?
1: So it will happen probably first in bisexual men who have sex with both men and women. Um, uh, biologically, there's nothing stopping the virus from getting into women. In fact, there have been more than 10 women so far uh, diagnosed in the United States with monkeypox. Uh, So that's one route. Uh, There's household exposures that have to be in hours and prolonged. Uh, Probably that's skin-to-skin, not respiratory. And there are multiple reasons why I don't think it's respiratory. We know about monkeypox. It's not like COVID. It's not novel. It's been around for decades. Monkeypox doesn't cause pneumonia. When something goes in through the nose respiratory-wise, it causes uh, lung disease or things that are on the road to the skin. And we don't really see that with monkeypox. So in terms of what it may look like to the general population, I think it would be uh, it would look the same, which is you know skin disease primarily, but uh, it will come in from the ways in which uh, uh, the LGBTQ community acquire disease right now, which is skin to skin, but uh, through an open source or if the lesion is very small through prolonged contact.
0: I want to ask real quick, uh, from your perspective, just as a physician, right? A lot of times we go to a doctor and we have uh, some sort of skin situation going on. They immediately want to send us to a dermatologist, someone more specialized. Are we at the point now in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, probably nationwide, where general physicians are keeping an eye out for this and are maybe not going to automatically recommend to a specialist, but look to see early signs of a monkeypox uh, infection. Does that make sense? I think,
1: I think that is the destination, whether or not that's happening. Uh, I don't think it's happening. I think everyone should be diagnosing this or trying to diagnose it uh, with many, many negative tests, because you really want to make sure you capture everyone who has disease so you can keep them away from people who don't have disease. We're in an outbreak situation right now. Um, we do know that, again, few people are sending tests to the national uh, and commercial labs uh, compared to the, probably the people who should be. Um, we know that uh, many people are not recognizing it. And in fact, you know, if I had my druthers, it would be wonderful if this could be a swab that somebody can just do at home and submit it themselves. It's It's not rocket science. It's just a swab and you swab your skin and you put it in a tube. You don't have to bring out your chemistry set. Uh, And uh, right now, given the poor diagnostic um, acumen that we have, uh, it's probably one national strategy that we should think about, uh, again, making this as easy as possible uh, to do by as many people as possible.
0: Final question, Dr. Peter Chin-Hung. I'm your your patient. I come to you, you're my physician. I say, doc, I'm in the community that is is most vulnerable right now. I don't wanna get this. What are you telling me to do?
1: Well, first of all, I would meet the patient where he or she is and rather than uh, give sort of like blanket recommendations, because again, we learned from HIV that um, just saying people to just saying to people, "Don't do it," or "Don't do drugs," or "Don't have sex," doesn't always work. So you want to just use a approach of harm reduction. So, of course, the safest thing is to limit sexual partners um, uh, and to use condoms. But that may not be what everyone wants to do. So I think uh, at the end of the day, uh, asking people to have open conversations with their new partners or intimate partners, asking them how they're doing, um, You know, uh, disclosing about themselves, generalizing it, saying this is what they ask everyone, and then being in touch with their own bodies and their uh, partners so that if something were to happen, don't panic, get that person help and know that if you can get the vaccine within four days, uh, you're not going to get disease as far as we know. Even if you get it within the first two weeks, if you haven't developed disease yet, it can reduce the severity of disease. Um, If the patient is older and they have had smallpox, which was given before the uh, mid 70s, they may likely have some protection in in, uh, lowering the severity of disease, even if they were um, infected or exposed.
0: Dr. Peter Chin-Hung from uh, UCSF here in San Francisco, thank you very much for making the time on a busy day and for being able to just distill this stuff and make it so understandable and digestible for us. Really do appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much, Matt. It was such a pleasure and you asked such great questions.
0: And thank you for listening. We'd love to be part of your daily routine. You could subscribe to the Bay Current podcast on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman, and we'll chat with you again tomorrow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch